I'd like to thank everyone here in the in the Zendo in the monastery and also thank people who are online and on Zoom showing up in different ways for your support, not only by attending uh, these uh, Dharma talks, but also by your participation in that way and your participation in helping us, uh, supporting this community so that we can continue to thrive, continue to offer programs uh, of all kinds to uh, students of the Buddha's Dharma. The talk title or topic is something that uh, I'm hoping you'll have some questions about. We'll take us deeper into it based on your understanding or your lack of understanding of what these terms are. And this, the first one is uh, crazy. And the next one is memory, crazy memory. A, a lot of our issues, problems, and circularity and warfare with ourselves and with others is because we rely so heavily on what we call memory. And yet uh, the memory is, uh, because it, it is run through a processing situation of the consciousness, it is quite often about protecting something, protecting the ego, protecting an imaginary self that may be threatened. So some, sometimes the way we, uh, excuse me, defend ourselves or support uh, ourselves is to continually chatter at ourselves about how things are, how things should be, how somebody shouldn't be doing this, should be doing that. So a lot of the memory activity is uh, just, just that ego pushing, pulling, passion, aggression, ignorance, passion, aggression, ignorance, pushing, pulling, shutting down, dis distracting yourself. Harder to do that if you have a, an awareness practice that is um, like a shikantaza or sit down, hold still, and just observe. Just all you're really doing is observing what is happening in the mind stream without accepting it, believing it, without rejecting it, disbelieving it, and without ignoring it or distracting yourself from it. Very easy to describe that. But we are all caught caught up in that in that uh, circularity, that tornado, that tilt a world, that uh, merry-go-round or Ferris wheel, rotation, rotation, rotation. Gets darker, gets lighter. Gets lighter, gets darker. Seems to be correct, and then yet not quite. So we get caught up in that, and we completely miss the fundamental truth because we're always settling for relative truth of what, right and wrong, I'm right and you're wrong, or I think I've got that wrong, but I apologize for that. Even that is a rotation in consciousness. Anytime you feel like you're the, to blame for something, this is ego. Just being to blame and taking responsibility. I'm not saying this isn't taught a lot of different ways by different teachers. I don't teach drive all blames into one. I teach what? Look at it. See what it is. There may be a time situationally where you need to be responsible for something, but it needs to come up in the situation you're in, not in the situation that you're creating with your crazy memories about what should be, what shouldn't be, what they said, what he said, what they shouldn't have said, what I should have said when they said that. So this is about awareness of what this is, not the conclusion of being right as opposed to formally being wrong or the conclusion of being uh, incorrect. I never, I'm going to, I can't, why can't I remember that? I just can't seem to get this right. 
constant scolding ourselves, which is what ego, ego thrives on everything that is showing up as a polarity. So that's why the wisdom mind transcends right and because those are just structures in consciousness. There's no right and wrong. We're not saying that someone who goes out and, and gets upset with someone and hits them or something isn't, in a sense, isn't wrong or incorrect, or that you could say there's a better way to work with that situation than lashing out with violence. But it's not, they are not fundamentally wrong and they should not be fundamentally punished or put in jail or sued. If you do that, then go ahead and continue with the circularity of this crazy culture all over the world, the culture of human beings. The, the one that will take you to court and win. Should they do that? Well, probably because the whole structure is set up that way. So we can't just be go to a mountaintop and live on, in some kind of isolation, some kind of idealism about the nature of reality. No, you have to live in that world but you don't have to believe it. You have to live in that world, but you don't have to reject it or disbelieve it. You have to live in that world, but you don't have to distract yourself from it, ignore it, or curl up into a ball in front of the television. <clears throat> you just see what it is. See what it is. Is it that simple? Yes. Yes, it's that simple. The What makes it difficult is the identity that we think is so real. You have an emotion, a thought, or an emotion, or a memory. Speaking about memory, crazy memory arises, and we start to get upset about that. And then we add more things on top of that, because if we didn't, that memory would start to crumble and come, come apart, because it's crazy. It's unreal. But the ego mind wants results and wants to be in control. And he, she, they will... Depending on who it is and what that, how long that dynamic has been running loose in the paddock and circles and circles and circles with no harness, with no lunge line. You know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, look it up. You have to see it. You don't have to control it. You don't really need a lunge line. I need to see it. Now, how do you see it? Sit down, hold still and insist, insist on seeing this yourself. Don't believe anything I say. Don't believe anything the Buddha said. Don't believe anything anybody says anywhere, but don't ignore anyone and don't disbelieve anyone. Take no position. You can spend the rest of your life trying to understand what I just said. Certainly it's taken me a long time and I've had a lot of help. Take, anytime you take any position, anytime you believe anything, whether it's a memory or whether it's uh, something, uh, a, position, a position that might show up as not being able to remember, that's also memory. That's also awareness. Very, very difficult. If you think you're right about anything, you're wrong. If you think you're wrong about anything, you're still wrong. But you can't, you really can't take a position on anything without flying in the face of wisdom and covering up your own wisdom mind. You can realize this. I, I know you can. I have no proof. And I, and I won't guarantee it. 
because I don't know what kind of karma you may have to go through. I don't know what kind of passages of what kind of tree limbs you have to make go right through or duck under. I don't know what kind of smoke screens or what kind of warp and woof of the fabric of, of uh, confusion that you need to work with yourself. I can't step in front of you as you're looking at the wall and say, stop shutting down on everything. You have to see that you're shutting down. It's awareness. It's not a success story. You will not win. As it says on the coffee cup someone gave me not too long ago, disappointment awaits. And if anything can be said about the spiritual path, that's something that you can say. Disappointing. Because the ego mind, that which travels along with you, wishing to attain enlightenment along with you, cannot enter into nirvana because that being is unreal. There is no solid being. The classical way of talking about this is, is there's no solid self in the skandhas form, feeling, perception, concept, thinking process, or consciousness of six sense fields and their objects. I've said this hundreds of times. They don't add up to a person. And you can think about that conceptually. There are books written about this that will explain with great nuance how that those five heaps or skandhas do not add up to anything. They do not hold hands and form some kind of a quorum. They function separately. There's form. There's perception. There's feeling. There's thinking, but they don't necessarily get together to form a squad. So it is about seeing this yourself. So you actually see it. You, If you see it, you probably will not be able to even share it with your with your partner or your life partner or your wife or husband or mother, father, daughter. Probably won't be able to put it into words. And if you if you try to put into work put it into words, you may start to feel like you don't really you don't really trust what you just saw because you can't describe it. And of course you can't describe it because it is ineffable. It is unborn, unceasing with a nature like the sky. You can't describe the sky, just to use a simple example. You can't describe consciousness because it has no has no existence as a something phenomenon. So there's more to, more to be said about the whole memory area. Maybe it would be good to do that uh, with questions. I can also continue to speak. But if you have a question, you can also look at that. Is there a question? Yes, sir. Do you Does every memory access reinforce ego? Every damn one. Thank you. But you have to see it. And what's amazing about that and what's so crazy about it is... All you have to do is see it. You don't have to get rid of an illusion. Ego's unreal, but it sure the hell thinks it's real, and it will up to and including hurt other people to, to protect its reality, its paranoia. You are not threatened. There's nothing threatened anywhere. In order to be threatened, there has to be uh, something that's being threatened, and then there has to be a threat. 
That's the very nature of duality, is to think that there is something else, and there isn't anything else. But it's not something for you to believe there isn't anything else. That's not what it's about. It's consciousness. Awareness, a consciousness only. More, if you have it. If the ego is seen through, does the memory still function? Sure. The difference being the the memory will function uh, in in the in, in the symphony of dependent origination. It will not disagree with anything, it will not agree with anything, and it won't ignore anything. So therefore it will show up in the personhood if there's still a human form there. Because there doesn't have to be a human form for there to be consciousness. So probably will show up in different ways, different with each person. Or it feels like I'm never going to be able to stop going back to memory to reinforce my ego. Is that what I need to receive? Yeah, just look at it. Fail. It's the failure. It's not the success story. But it's also not the failure that goes so far as to say, I'm terrible. I'm never going to get this. Uh, like some, even some lineages even teach, uh, especially uh, some Asian lineages teach that you have to be ashamed. You have to be full of shame. I think that's uh, not necessary. Shame is just the other end of pride. So don't get rid of either one of them. You could say include them. Let them do whatever they need to do. You may be full of shame one day, and you may be full of pride the next day. It doesn't matter. It's seeing the positions. It's not getting rid of the positions. You have to see it. If you see all that, the only word that shows up there, and even that is not exactly accurate, is humility. But even humility doesn't work because there isn't anyone. There isn't anyone to be humble. So the path quality has gone out of it. More? Yeah. What would arise in meditation that isn't ego? What would arise? Uh, time to go to the store. Uh, I can't only sit more 15 more minutes because the store closes. I better get up and get to the store. Not ego. It's what? Need food? You're bowing. Isn't that thought-based? Yeah. yeah. I thought you were saying all thoughts are ego. Of course, they are. But it's unreal. So, it, so it's not a problem. What you need to see is the unreality of it. You don't have to get rid of ego. You don't have to get rid of, of uh, thoughts. You have to see it. It has to be seen. If you see it, you're, the whole world is transformed, and yet nothing has happened. If something happens... Circle. Just watch very closely how you have you noticed how sometimes you just you think you're starting to get it. I don't see anybody smiling. Oh, there we go. You think you're starting to finally catch on to something that you've been looking at for maybe decades. That can be very disappointing. There's no one left to be a witness to that. The, the, the witnessing starts out as a practice. Watch what moves. See what moves. Observe, observe, observe. But that identity, through that observation of passion, aggression, ignorance, up and down, back and forth, life and death, 
success and failure starts to come apart. And that's when the paranoia starts to show up. And that's when it's be a good idea if you have a teacher so that you don't run back into the wilderness of samsara, try to try to squeeze some happiness out of uh, things that go in circles. Continue. Did you forget where you were at? Is your memory working? You Dabong, if I'm thinking about going to the store before the store closes, yes. am I adding on to the thought pattern? Yes, today? you are. So to just notice. Just it's just awareness. So you can come up with anything that looks that could be called ego or non-ego or it's just about being aware. It's starting to get difficult. Michael. Michael Bond, what is being shut down on when we're in the cushion? Go, going to show up differently with different people. You're on, you're on the cushion, and I'm making a presumption here that you're uh, that you're closing something off. Is that what you're you're coming out of your experience? I don't know. Okay. How much do you sit? Not very much anymore. Well, sit more. I'm, if you're here, I'm pretty biased. That's probably the, of all the things I say, including don't believe anything I say, but you might want to consider when I say, sit down, pull still, and see what this is yourself. You may need to receive vows and wear robes. You may not. I'm not concerned about that. Only you'll let me know if you need to do that or not. If you do, I certainly had to do that. But I've noticed that people that don't do that tend to drift off. Is that wrong? No. No, there's other lifetimes coming. But you might want, if you've got a glimpse of it in this lifetime, you might want to actually put some energy and some attention into it. See what this is. Don't settle for anybody's. Don't settle for anything I say. Don't settle for anything. You find out yourself. So you liberate yourself because there isn't anyone but you. And when you see this, there isn't anybody but you. That doesn't mean that you're this wonderful, enlightened person. But you, there's no one but you because everywhere you look, you see yourself. You see yourself in everyone. Everyone's suffering. Everyone's happiness. Everyone's confusion. Everyone's crazy memory. You see it everywhere. You speak to it. You listen to it. You play with it. You fight with it. You live. You live here. And you see it's an illusion. You don't have to fix an illusion. You can do that. I can't like guarantee or say if it doesn't work for you, then come and sue me or something. <laughs> but I suppose you could. Didn't somebody recently sue their parents? Are you telling me that? Somebody sued their parents because they didn't really want to be born. It's really miserable. So they just decided to take their parents to court. Wasn't it you were telling me yeah. that? Yeah, you can do that. I'm incredibly wealthy. But not with money, though. So I might have trouble getting what I've got. Yes. What about uh, emotions reliant on memory? I mean, any, mo any emotion that arises, is it always a function of memory? Doesn't it look like that? Well, I was just looking at the trigger. It's definitely memory. But is the 
you know, you say that uh, anger can show up without any uh, person there. Is that still, is that anger still showing up due to memory? There's, there's some kind of dependent origination that maybe you can't describe it or point out the particulars of it. But yes, this causes that. This happens and that happens. This happens and that. Only it's not just that. It's it's a, a untraceable causes and conditions and effects that, that are flooding us moment by moment in our mind stream, walking from one room to, to another. All kinds of things are coming and going in the mind stream. Some we push on, some we shut down on, some we ignore. Looking for what? Happiness. Looking for some relief. Tired of samsara. It gets extremely difficult. And it can get more difficult if you train your mind. If you sit down, hold still, and look at it. Because you're starting to look at the, the fundamental misunderstanding, which is belief in a separate self and belief in a separate other. That, they're, that you're somebody and everyone else is something else. And you're right or wrong or <laughs> going on, depending on how the memory is functioning. I was just looking at the different like um, components of consciousness or the different forms that consciousness can take. So uh, it could take the uh, form of consciousness, can take the form of a memory, can take the form of knowledge. Yes. Would those all be just like, would they all be forms of consciousness? Just forms of consciousness. Consciousness, as I've said in the, in the, uh, the, uh, the uh, point or the, uh, uh, tenets of the Order of Immediate Light, which is this uh, monastery and this organization, is uh, consciousness always finds its own form. It always finds whatever form it needs, wherever it's at, whether it's the uh, whether, whether it's the war in Gaza, Israel, whether it's that it's finding the form that it needs based on all the things that have gone before that cause and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect. Incredible confusion. And it is the whole thing is ramped up by uh, memory, crazy, crazy memory, untrue. As just enough relative truth there, and it backs up an individual or a whole society or a whole structure or a whole political organization enough so that they can use that to what lock and load, kill, hurt, kill our own kind, kill, kill other human beings. Heartbreaking, you see that. Yes. Unyabowin, how is crazy memory different from crazy wisdom? Well, same. It's the same. Is there any di differentiation? Yes. In what it is? What do you think it is? No self. No self. There's, there's no person there. There's no solid reference point at all. There's no solid personhood. There's no solid uh, objectivity, subjectivity. Those are those are just indexes that happen in consciousness in order to what promote this or demote that. Yes. In your mind, with someone who is not on this path, be able to recognize that difference. 
I think it's possible, yes. You wouldn't have to be a Buddhist if that's what you're asking. I think this is a way of doing this, but there are other teachings and teachers that so some people just spontaneously realize this. How that occurs, I don't know. I certainly didn't have a spontaneous realization. More? Sir? Yoko Bowing, a question on YouTube from Carlos in Lanzarote. Where? It's one of the Canary Islands. How do you know? Friends there sometimes, a time ago. Okay. Um, Carlos asks, uh, modern life is sometimes about constant achieving great job, house proving your worth, being a breadwinner. But we live in this world, how to keep the balance? Yeah, it's a pretty good question. I think we just do the best we can. Find a, I'm biased, very biased. You're going to need a teacher. That's how it looks. Do you? Uh, maybe not. Maybe you maybe you have the kind of karma that where you would be able to do this yourself. Maybe. It doesn't look that way here. It looks like I'm biased. I had a teacher. I had two of them. Actually, I had several teachers, but uh, there's another word for those. They're called wives. And I'm not kidding you. But I had to have the teacher to help me see that. To help me see that everyone I met was my teacher. So in, as far as to address your question, I would have to say that, look, you have a pretty good description of that. Try to find some area in there where you can do nothing. Sit down, hold still. Close the garage door. Tell your mom or tell your son, I'm going to be away for a little while. I'll be back in about an hour, two hours. Or make it four hours, five hours. Stay away. Go down. Sit on the floor. Sit on a chair. Hold still. Hold very still without being rigid and watch the way your personal consciousness actually starts to lie, to say things that are not true. And it might take quite a while to see that. Do not try to stop it. Do not try to improve. Make the whole thing about seeing what it is. See what it is. Don't fix yourself. There are teachers that teach differently, that teach, talk about very famous teachers, traditional uh, teachers that talk about ways of adjusting so that you can be less, uh, have more uh, relative bodhicitta. Not against that. You'll do it. I teach the seven points of mind training. We'll tell you how. But if you're listening to me, I'm saying what you have to do is find a wall and look at. Make sure this visual consciousness is, is their eyes are open and smelling, tasting, touching, hearing. Seeing, thinking, don't stop your thoughts. Don't do anything with it. Just observe what moves. Yes. When you're bowing, sometimes it seems like lies begin to seem like the truth. So how how can watching the way our consciousness begins to lie show us truth? So you have to be careful that you don't conclude 
And when I say don't conclude, you might have to watch a lot of concluding going on before you realize that concluding is shutting down on something. There has to be an openness where you're willing to hurt for a long time. Because if you're not willing to listen to the Buddha, it's not nihilism. The Buddha wasn't teaching in the first noble truth. Life is suffering. I don't know whether he yelled that or not, but he probably should have. He didn't say sometimes it's suffering and sometimes it's okay. No, it's suffering 24-7. I don't think they used that structure back then, but it's, it's suffering, it's suffering. Even pleasure is suffering. Please see it. It is not nihilism. You have to see it. You have to understand what that first noble truth is. If you don't, then what do, you, what do we do? Any of us, me, all of us continue to try to cover up and get away from that suffering instead of receive it, receive it, receive it. It is not, as I said, it's not nihilism. It's just the truth. You have nerve endings, a bunch of them. Receive. So are you saying when we conclude that can be the edge of a lie? Yeah. We'll conclude anything. And the process there maybe involve watching yourself conclude a lot, watch, watching yourself shut down. You may have to watch that a long time. That's very embarrassing and irritating to the ego who is trying to get control of things, to stop being such a liar. No? More? You know, I'm just thinking about how. Um social media in uh, our whole political spectrum here in this country and elsewhere, everything seems to be mixed up between truth and lies. Yes. Is there some, can we use this guideline you just gave us in watching how we conclude as an indication of? Oh, that's why I'm teaching it, but you've heard it many times. Set down, hold still, have a book that shows you how to do that. Takes you meticulously right through it. What, 108 times? Just sit down, watch the movement. Like, just like watching clouds move or gophers, anything. Mice. Mice, watching mice move. <laughs> and, and also not concluding anything about it. But if you are concluding, then just watch the conclusion. So anything that's moving, including concluding, including concluding. You know about the four includings, right? What are they? Include, conclude, preclude, and declude. Is that it? You, you were listening to her very closely, weren't you? Hmm. Had me fooled. Oh, exclude. Exclude. Of all the ones to forget. <laughs> excluded one. You excluded it. Yes, sir. Is memory crazy even if it's relatively accurate? Yes. Thank you. Yes. Doesn't because if it's if it's the relativity, then we can just well, why why aren't we happy? Because if we're, we can relatively be see how things work, we're not happy. People are miserable. And they one of the ways to get rid or, or to deal with the misery is to blame. 
blame someone else and that it might not get rid of it, but at least you know that it's not your fault. It's because of them that you're feeling this way. And so you can do anything from stay away from them to sit back and look at them over the backyard fence and whine about them or complain to your soulmate, complain to your dog. It's it's all the whole thing is a is a relative structure that they're they're right and wrong or just extra. It's not that somebody didn't mistreat somebody else, but you can't see what happened to that person before they actually picked up their cudgel and hurt someone, or you don't know what happened to them in the last 15 lifetimes. You can't see what what happened. Pick out any well-known person who is acting crazy, and you don't know what you don't you can't see the dependent origination. But it's very easy for us to just but we have the nation of laws and so we go to the law and uh, that's probably better than not having any laws but it's still just a it's still a mundane path relative and, and it won't last because it doesn't look at the fundamental misunderstanding which is a belief in a separate self that can win or lose belief in a separate self that can live or die if you do that and you're probably going to get wound up in the whole political situation. This I'm not saying you shouldn't vote. I mean you should participate in the craziness insofar as it might uh, help to some extent. But the fundamental issue has not been just because somebody else is running things. You haven't looked at the fundamental issue. Yes, sir. Neil Kabowing question from Ath in the UK on YouTube. Uh, so easy not to accept, not reject, but to ignore is hard beyond imagination. Sometimes I meditate overnight for hours nonstop, but again, ignoring is so arduous. Any little advice beyond facing the wall? Yeah, face the wall some more. Do it a lot. Do it a lot. Since you've already presented yourself this way, I would say probably more. And the other thing, if you do not have a teacher, and I'm not here promoting myself at all, I mean, maybe for a few minutes, I might be functioning as your teacher. But find a teacher. What's the person's name? ATH. Yeah. In the UK. Find a question. Yes. Yes. Um, once you kindly mentioned your Zen master Coben in a story where he escaped being trapped in a room and managed to escape, wasn't that a form of rejecting? Oh, you mean where he climbed out the bathroom window? Because he he was talking to a student that he didn't want to talk to anymore. It doesn't matter. Rejecting if if the, if someone is a teacher, and if you they, they don't even have to be a teacher, but if you think of someone as a teacher, you become their student. Then everything they do is correct. I don't know how else to say it more bluntly or outrageously. It is outrageous. The truth is outrageous. It's not reasonable. If you think it is, then go talk to somebody else. You know, I'm not. I'm not going to argue with you about it. And, and if you, if you did bring to me something where uh, looked, uh, you could somehow convince me that I'm wrong, I probably will lose. I'd say, well, I'm, I guess I was wrong about that. But it doesn't look doesn't look uh, incorrect. It's it's crazy. 
Memory is crazy. Wisdom is crazy. Crazy. You cannot find the leading edge of any of it. If you find something, it will what? Unravel. Nothing will hold together. It is an illusion. And as I've said before, don't believe me, but might want to look at it that way. And find a teacher. Yes. You know, Kabbalah, I have to ask one more question. What is worse, being lost in past memory or in future useless imagination? Or are they fundamentally, uh, or are they fundamentally the same? I have three choices. Okay. I think so. <laughs> None of the above. So, which is worse? It's like a, that. That's not going to be helpful. Just find out who you are by what by looking at who you are or not. Yes, sir. How is it um, that the teacher is always like, and, and is that different than accepting what the teacher is doing? Yes. Don't accept anything. Don't reject anything. Don't look away. But if you're a student, then everything that happens is a teaching. You have a teacher. That doesn't mean that, that they aren't mistaking uh, one thing for something else and making an actual mistake of some kind. Of course, that's possible. Because if you if you go in and, and start to evaluate the teacher, then it just it won't, the ego will step right in there and help you with that. You have to give the teacher the benefit of the doubt. Always. That's the only way you can keep from, from being under the auspices of a dictator. Don't believe anything. Don't disbelieve anything. Don't ignore anything. Liberate yourself by looking at your chains and seeing what it is that is holding you in place as a prisoner of what? Passion, aggression, ignorance, hope, fear, jealousy, envy, more. Take no position. Yes. Well, Dubai, it seems like when you were just talking there that memory is what keeps us uh, locked with those with the poisons. It does. But memory also keeps us uh, on the path, returning to the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, return to the teacher, the teaching in the community over and over and over and over again. Very simple um, formula, algorithm. It seems like uh, it pulls us away from just this. Yes. So it, it, the, can, can a memory be just this? For a while. But it's a relative thing, remembering this, remembering that. So there's some something that's going to happen like that. Fundamentally, there isn't anything but this. So everything gets, you could say, included. Everywhere you look, you see the Buddha. You're, you're no longer looking for anything else. There isn't anything else but this. You're, you have no demands for anything. This doesn't mean that if you have a toothache, you're not going to take some aspirin or something. Isn't like you're a fool. More. So, does just this include our memories? Like we have a collective memory of yesterday. Yes. Is it? Is that just this? Yeah. Yes. Just don't do. The idea is you just don't do anything with it. 
you don't use it to empower some kind of agenda about pushing this or pulling that or getting control of this, getting your way with that or stopping this from happening or starting this up, taking positions. It's just the politics of experience get, gets really intense. Do nothing with it. If you don't do anything with it, then it will do what it needs to do because it has its own has its own dynamic in consciousness or in dependent origination. It seems like a, our collective memories give us a group identity. Okay. Is that true? I don't know. How's we have a... You mean like a, a sanga? Yeah, the, the sangha has a memory. Something like that. reinforcing the identity of a sangha, of the sangha. Yeah, refuge in the Buddha, refuge in the Dharma, refuge in the Sangha. Question? Divine, just like an individual, do we need to just see that? Yes. Not... Just see, yes, just see it. Just see, just be aware, just awareness, just consciousness only. There's no one who's conscious. There's no one who's aware. And they're not aware of anything in particular. It's just consciousness only. Things may arise and come and go in consciousness. They are unreal. It is an illusion. Any other questions? Any questions on uh, the, uh, what is this called? Computer. Grant Bowen. Go ahead, Grant. Um, I guess I'll get in the flood of things, but like, Playfully tinkering. How do you feel about playfully tinkering? If it's not for fixating on trying to fix this, that, or the other. Um, I think rapidly. And, you know, I don't have any delusions of, I guess I do, of to really be Zen, I need to slow down my thinking. But at the same time, entertaining what would happen if I consciously tried to slow my thoughts and just playing with it, just seeing what that is i guess I, I guess maybe i want some thoughts or opinions on on that bowing hmm. well i'm not sure exactly what you're asking me whether uh whether it's okay to play and tinker i would say sure go ahead but i, I don't have like thoughts and ideas and about that particularly having fun making up stuff i, I don't see any problem with that writing poems or Painting pictures or tinkering with things. But it would not specifically be shikantaza, unless uh, I guess that would be maybe an interruption from the shikantaza occasionally. Well, uh, shikantaza is just sit down, hold still, and just observe the movement. So you don't, you, that is not a time to tinker with things. So wait till you're through meditating and then get up and, and go. Uh, Spin your wheel somewhere or tinker, whatever you want. Just don't mix it with shikantaza. Shikantaza is just, it's very simple. It's just precisely this. So all you're doing is holding your body still, 
Body and mind are not two different things, but they're separated in our perception. So we think that we're, our body is one thing and our mind is something else. So what we're doing is you're synchronizing your body and mind, you could say, so that the, the mind and the body are doing exactly the same thing at the same instance. <clears throat> Seems to take a lot of um, chicken zaza or zazen or meditation. Seems to take a lot of that because we have spent so much time winding ourselves up in knots over right and wrong, should be, shouldn't be, all the mistakes we've made, all those mistakes others around us have made, judging, evaluating, condemning, and so on. Don't do it. Don't do anything. Just observe. Liberate yourself. Along those same lines, um, if I recall correctly, you mentioned when you were in retreat, at times you would build storage buildings when sitting. Am I recalling that correctly? No. Is that, is that something that, that we invite, those kinds of, I guess I'll use Grant's words, playful tinkering? Well, what I was doing is uh, was trying to trying to get out of my suffering this is 30, 40 years ago of being in retreat and just being extremely unhappy and did not want to particular, particularly receive the evil thoughts that were rising in my mind. So I would just, and it was anything from just flat out boredom to just craziness, feeling that I was crazy. So I would deliberately do something in the mind Kind of like somebody in a prison might invent some some activity to keep them from uh, being too disturbed by being in solitary confinement or something like that. Huh? Just yeah. We have remember our, our I can't I'm not going to say his name, but we have a friend who did quite a bit of time in prison who actually spent a lot of time just practicing shikantada. And the guards would come around and would try to sneak up on him to see if he was actually sitting all the time. He was. He was sitting eight, ten hours a day. But they would sneak up and try. And he, he knew they were back there, but he just continued to sit. I don't know how he's doing these days, but he was a fairly strong meditator. But I would imagine something that I was building, like get my imagination going so I wouldn't have to experience just a highly controlled form of uh, avoidance i guess you could call that tinkering maybe but uh, i was also in a solitary retreat and it was a couple months long so i was uh not so happy there is all of that that you just described dependently originated then everything that you can point to dependently arisen there's no there's no uh, separate things anywhere nothing has its own status as a thing separate from everything else so every thought everything that arises is dependently arisen and i have no proof i'm just looking at it i teach out of what i see not out of what i was taught no i was taught to see but 
this is seeing, not not what I was taught. Oh, and I'm I'm recommending you do the same thing. See it yourself. If you see this, you won't need me. You may continue to talk to me. You may not. But if you see what this is and you conclude, then you still have work to do because there is no conclusion. There's no concluder left. If you see what this is, there's no one left to conclude anything. Is there a further question or two? If there is, I'd be happy to respond. If not, we can also uh, head for the hills. I'm sitting here, so we have a question. Sir? Is it helpful to try to intentionally include the causes and conditions that show up relative to something that seems accurate? Yes, you can still do that. I'm not saying you should shut down on that, but just be aware that it's it's still uh, only relatively true that you can't really know the first cause for anything. It may, it may look like it might look like she said this, did that, or he did, or you did. Of course, and that's what the world runs on that relative truth. It's rare to find someone who who is uh, living their life in. Uh, the ultimate understanding of who, the, who they are and what this is. And one of the reasons is they, there's not much left of them. Maybe a body, they may be a teacher, they may not be. Is the notion of relative accuracy just a construct of the ego? Yes. It certainly is. And it works as long as you're here and you're and your and gravity is working, pulling you towards a huge ball of dirt in the middle of nowhere. Does that make sense to you? Do you know what gravity is? Why do things stick to something instead of flying away from them? You know anything about gravity? You know this much about gravity? You know, I never expected you to start bragging. <laughs> Yes, it's relative truth. It needs to be seen. You don't need to correct or stop doing a certain thing. It just needs to be seen. The ego mind might want to, might think, oh, that isn't, that's not a very good credential to have, though. So maybe I should stop doing that or start doing a different. No. Just as Trungpa Rinpoche would say, march right directly into disappointment. See it yourself. See it yourself. Don't run away from anything anymore. Put an end to that. It's not nihilism. It's not. It's not negative, especially if you're if you have a sitting practice. Then it's it won't show, show up as nihilism. It will show up as just what it is, which is not separate. It just takes a long time. More. Any questions on Zoom? Jishin. Jishin Bowing. When you say, when you see the whole world is transformed, do you mean 
that uh, this is my world, your world, somebody else's world, always? Bowing. Well, it's transformed, as you use that word, because there, there's no ownership anymore, because there's no personhood. There's no there's no subjectivity. There's no objectivity. There's just this, and it is an illusion. It's unreal. And you could say, well, that's unreal. And what is real? I would say, find out. Find out. There are words for that. Consciousness only is one of them. But that's those are still concepts. So very easy to get caught up in that and then have the people who talk about mind only or consciousness only or vinyapti matra uh, have disagreements on how this all shows up. So there's, you just can't, can't get these guys to get along. Scholars. So if there are two awakened people meeting. Uh-oh, wait, wait, not slow down. Two awakened people meeting. <laughs> you and me. <laughs> How can I ask that question in different way? How can you ask the question in a different way? This question, the specific question, I know that paradox, I understand the paradox of this question, but how can I ask it not to create a paradox? I would just go go ahead and create the paradox. So if, if there are two different, if there are two awakened people meeting, yes, are they in the same world? Bowing. Uh, which ones? Which people are you talking about? Awaken. <laughs> what do you want to know? I, I heard your question, but what is it you fundamentally are trying to find out about the nature of awakening? Um, whether there is any world there? Bowing. Whether it's any world? Yes. I think there's a world, but here again, uh, as has already been said, it's it's unreal. Anything that shows up is dependently risen, so it's unreal. So there, there is a world, it's just that it's unreal. Thank you. Milka. You have a bowing question on YouTube. Yes, sir. Uh, Russell from Kalamazoo bowing. How do we work with constant confusion bowing? Well, that's a start, is to ask a question about how to work with it. And I'm, as I've said a bunch of times, I'm very biased. You need to sit, hold very still, and watch the confusion in the mind stream without leaving the confusion for who caused it, without leaving the confusion for uh, who's to blame or leaving the confusion for how to fix it or adapt to it or do anything with it, just receive the confusion. So that's, and, and that's difficult to do without some help from someone who's done that, someone who's worked with that for a long time and without a particular teaching, in our case, the teachings of the Buddha Everything is dependently arisen. Nothing comes from its own side as an individual thing, even confusion. And there are not two separate things anywhere. Confusion and awakening are not two different things. 
there are two names for the same thing. And if you if you think otherwise, then you'll continue to search. You'll search for happiness. Okay. Yes. There aren't any more questions. Yes, we can close. Thank you. Hi, this is Chiazan, the prior at Sokokoji Buddhist Monastery. Sokazan offers these talks without expecting anything in return. If you value these talks and would like them to continue, please visit our donate page at www.sokokoji.org. Thank you.